Good morning, church. My name's Tegan, and I'm going to be doing the Bible reading today. Um, So our reading today comes from Romans chapter 6, verses 1 to 10. So before we begin, um, I would just ask everyone to please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much that we are able to gather together today as your church. I thank you for your word, Lord, and all that you reveal to us through it. And I thank you that we are able to read it so freely. I pray that as we read from Romans now, that you would open our ears and our hearts and help us to be receptive to your word. In your name I pray, amen. Romans chapter 6. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Tegan, for the Bible reading. Uh, And just once again, a huge welcome for those of us here who are uh, visiting us because of Caleb's baptism or if you happen to swing by today and, and join us for this special day. Just looking around, isn't this wonderful? We've never been this packed for so long. Um, and to be able to see everyone, this finally feels like church again. Uh, so praise God for that, that we can uh, celebrate in such a, a packed hall. Well, I remember the day that I first got baptised uh, many years ago. Uh, I was standing in front of my own uh, home church back in Sydney. I was waist deep in water. I remember going down into the water, holding my breath as best as I could, and then coming back up again. But when I opened my eyes, I saw one of my friends just rush through the doors, and he looked very relieved. Uh, As I walked past my friend, all dripping wet, he said to me, Phew, I made it. I just made it in time to see you get baptised. And uh, I sort of stopped for a moment, and I... I thought, yeah, it's great that you, you, you watched me get wet. Uh, but I felt a little bit disappointed because I realized that he actually missed the crux of the baptism, uh, which was me sharing my own story, why I chose to get baptized, why I, I chose to follow Jesus. He missed the Bible talk explaining why baptism was so significant. Uh, So I just thought, leaving that conversation, maybe my friend thought that baptism was just all about getting wet. Maybe he thought there was something magical happening. 
uh, that once you go into the water and out again, you, you become a super Christian or, or you become a, a proper Christian, whatever that means. But today, what I hope is that we will see that baptism is so much more than seeing Caleb get dunked, as fun as that will be. Uh, we're going to see that baptism points to a powerful truth, a deep reality that should bring us all great joy and excitement, right? not just for Caleb, but for all of us. Uh, and today, we're going to see three wonderful truths that baptism highlights for us, right? three wonderful truths that baptism represents. At first, baptism represents washing. But a washing of what? Uh, Caleb today in his baptism is declaring that he is being washed of his sin. And you might hear that and think, man, what, what has Caleb done? That he needs a special ceremony to wash away his sins. Or which of the big commandments has Caleb broken? But that doesn't even go far enough. Because sin is so much more than simply the wrong things that we do in this life, right? Uh, Lying, stealing, saying hurtful things to to others, being selfish. Even the, the big ones like murder or maybe serious abuse. Sin is so much more than these outside superficial things that we do. But at the heart of it, the Bible tells us that sin is a rejection of God. It is saying, no, God... I know how you want me to live. I know you are there, but I choose not to follow you. I've got a better plan for my life, a plan that happily ignores you, God, pretending that you don't exist. I wonder how many of us here might relate to that description of how you're living now. I was reading an article uh, which listed some of the most infuriating ungratefulness Uh, that people had experienced in their own lives. Uh, There was a dad who carefully saved up a lot of money uh, to buy all these computer parts for his son. He watched YouTube videos and researched how to put this computer together, hoping to use this computer to bond with his son. But when he finally presented the computer to his son, the son said, get out. And he just wanted to play computer games by himself. There was a paramedic who was called to a house in the early morning and they they, they rushed into this house and they found a guy dead or without a pulse on the floor. And so for the next uh, 10, 20 minutes, they worked furiously to to bring a pulse back, to bring him back to life and rushing him to hospital. The man walks out of the hospital well after a few weeks. Uh, But then shortly after the hospital gets an angry call from the wife of her husband. Uh, She demands that the paramedics pay for damages. Uh, What what damages, you might might be wondering? Well, in their hurry to to rush in and to save her husband, the paramedics had left some dirty footprints on their pristine carpet. When we hear stories like this, I think it's right for us to feel a little bit angry, right? How can some people be so ungrateful when they receive so much goodness from someone? And yet this is exactly what ignoring God is like. Just think about it. The one who made us. The one who gives us our life. Who sustains our lives. Who gives us everything that we need to live. When we say, 
No, thank you. I'll, I'll happily take what you give me, my life, the possessions in my life, but I'm going to shut you out for the rest of my life, just enjoying these gifts that you have given me with, without you. I'm going to ignore what you have done, God, in my life, and I'm just going to complain when things don't go exactly the way that I want. This attitude towards God, this way of living, can you just see how it's plain wrong? It should disgust us much more than the stories that I just mentioned. And so Caleb's baptism today is an acknowledgement that the grossness, the disgust of his sin needs to be washed away. His past rejection of God, his way of living his own way is washed away, done away with, scrubbed off for good. And so that's that's the first part that this washing represents. It's Caleb's repentance, turning around, turning back to God. It's an acknowledgement of Caleb saying, I don't want to continue living the way I used to live without God, but I now want to live for Jesus. It's a fresh start, a clean slate. Now, now what this doesn't mean, though, let's be clear here, what this doesn't mean is that Caleb is somehow now perfect because he has somehow gotten rid of all of his sin all by himself. Uh, Some of us might think that uh, we should only consider getting baptized, that that when we have reached a certain level of holiness first, right? we, we need to know enough of the Bible, we need to remove all traces of sin in our lives, we need to become Christian enough. Maybe you're sitting here today and you haven't been baptized because of this reason. But let us remember, baptism isn't actually celebrating how good we are. Baptism is a ceremony celebrating how good Jesus is. Which brings us nicely to the second part of what baptism means. All right? Baptism isn't about how, what we're doing to, 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 to wash ourselves clean but it's actually declaring what Christ has done to wash us clean. And what has he done? Well, in short, he died for us. He went to the grave for us. Now, this might seem a little bit extreme to you. Jesus needing to die uh, so that our sins are washed away. And I think the temptation is we, we think that way because we don't truly understand how deeply offensive our sin is to God. Uh, most of us sort of get that, yeah, when we rebel against someone, when we disobey them or dishonor them, someone who actually have real authority over our lives, someone who deserves that respect and, and honor, when we disobey them, then we sort of de- deserve punishment. We sort of get that. But the thing is, what happens when the one that we're turning our backs on, the one that we're spitting in the face of, is the God who gives us life. Well, the punishment is it's kind of obvious in a way. If we reject the God who gives us life, then the result, the punishment, is death. But here's the wonderful good news that we're celebrating today. And that is, Jesus comes to die the death that we deserved on our behalf. Even though Jesus had done nothing wrong, even though he was the Son of God, Jesus was nailed to the cross. He died and was buried because he was willing to take upon himself our sin, our muck, the disgusting ickiness of our rejection of the one who deserves all our obedience and honor and worship. 
Jesus takes all our shame from us and he carries it himself to death. And so now baptism is a reminder, a celebration of this truth. That just as Jesus died and was buried in the tomb, so too now does our brother Caleb going into the water now represent Caleb's own death to his old self. It is announcing that as Jesus has paid for all of Caleb's sin, Caleb is now saying, my old way of life is dead to me. That God, in fact, is considering Caleb's old way of life dead. His sins buried for good. That's what going under the water represents. right? Caleb is announcing his burial with Christ. Just as Christ died for his sins, he has gone through his own death. A death and burial of his old self. A death and burial of his sin and his old way of living without God. But finally, the third thing, the thing that is the joy and excitement of all this is that just as Caleb will go under the water, so too will he come back out. And that's a picture of Christ's resurrection on the third day. A, re- a resurrection to new life, no longer subject to death. And it's a picture, actually, of the conclusive evidence of Christ's victory over sin and death. How, how do we know that it all worked? Right? Someone dying on the cross... It sounds good, but how do you know it worked? Well, we know, because on the third day, Jesus came back from the dead. Death and sin was overcome. And so, with Caleb coming back out of the water later on, it is a declaration that just as Jesus rose from the dead, that he too, along with all of us here, who put their trust in Jesus, that we too will share in that same victory over sin and death as well. Coming out of the water is a stark reminder that one day we too can experience the perfect life under God without sin, no more tears, no more pain, no more death. But also, Caleb coming out of the water also reminds us all that in a very true way, Caleb and all of us can experience resurrected life right now. That we can taste right now what it's like to be washed of our sins. We can experience right now what it is to be forgiven by God. We can live right now with Jesus as our King and no longer living just for ourselves. And so even as we and Caleb continue to struggle and work hard with God's strength to to overcome sin and fight sin day by day, Baptism reminds us that Caleb is a new creation. Caleb actually has resurrected life under Christ right now. It's already begun. And so, what is baptism? Well, baptism simply is a declaration of the gospel. Baptism is celebrating the physical representation of what happens when someone puts their trust in the Lord Jesus. When Caleb looks at the cross on which Jesus dies and says, Yes, I have sinned. I should be the one up there hanging on that cross. Yes, I believe that the perfect Son of God, Jesus Christ, took my sins upon himself and paid the penalty for my sins. Yes. And when that happens, Jesus' blood has washed me clean. Yes, 
Just as Jesus died and was buried, so too was my old life. Yes, just as Jesus came back to life, so too am I now living new life for God. And so too, one day, will I experience the fullness of that perfect life in God's new creation. And so if you are here today, and if you aren't someone who follows Jesus, we're so happy that you're here. We're so so glad that you're here to celebrate Caleb's baptism. But can I really encourage you to consider the picture that you will see before your eyes in a little moment. The picture of Caleb's baptism. And afterwards, you will hear from Caleb himself about what Christ's death and resurrection means for him and how it's utterly changed his life. The hope that he now has because of Jesus. Can I encourage you to watch and consider as Caleb goes down into the water and comes back out again, that his life is now linked with Jesus' life forever, both in his death, but also in his resurrection. That Caleb is now washed clean of all the things that he was once ashamed of and guilty of, of rejecting God. And this is something that Jesus offers to every single one of us here. If this is something that you want to keep exploring, can I please encourage you to talk to someone, talk to myself, talk to Pastor Iggy, talk to one of the leaders here, talk to someone who brought you here today, talk to Caleb, because we would love to be able to keep sharing about this Jesus who is our only hope, who ones that offers the hope of resurrected life, of perfect life, washing away all the things that we've done wrong. I would love that you would talk to one of us so that we can point you in the right direction to keep finding more about Jesus. Uh, For for those of us here who do already follow Jesus, then this moment really should be a joyful one, right? Not just to celebrate what's happening in Caleb, but a, a stark reminder for all of us as well. Because as we get to witness and participate in Caleb acknowledging the gospel transformation in in such a tangible way, it's also a reminder for us that the reality of the washing, the burial of our old selves, and the reality of living a resurrected life, well, that's continuing to be the truth for all of us who follow Jesus. And so let's give thanks for that. Let's praise God and just yeah, be reminded and celebrate that, that this is the reality that's ongoing in us today. But as we close, can I just speak to our brother Caleb? Caleb, remember this day. Because I, just, I, I know you have chosen to follow Jesus a long time ago. And you've been living for Jesus for a long time now. And you've been making decisions and choices for the sake of our King Jesus. But I still want you to remember this day. Remember that feeling that sensation of going down into the water and coming back up again. As you feel the the waters wash down your body and cleanse you in a symbolic way, remember the death to your old self, that you are living for Jesus now. Remember coming out to new life as you come out of that water, living a new life for God, and remember the reality of just being completely washed, pure in the eyes of God because of what Jesus has done for you. Uh, But secondly, even as today marks a big milestone in your walk with Christ, uh, I want you to remember that following Jesus is a choice that you're going to continue to make over and over again. I know you already know this, but let this just be another reminder for you 
That commitment to live for Jesus happens day by day as you face new temptations, as you face new distractions to live for yourself, to live for anything other than God. Turning back to Jesus will happen day by day as you stumble. So keep coming to Jesus for your source of forgiveness, for your source of cleansing for many years to come. And with that, I'm going to invite our brother Caleb up to share his testimony with us. Can you please welcome Caleb? Caleb.